This is the old 77 podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the old 77. Yeah, baby, it's a safe place. In an unsafe world. Yeah. World, world, world. Here we is. Here we is. We're we going to get weird tonight, boys. We are. We've got all the way from Auckland, New Zealand, JT on mm. Patreon Patreon. What's up, brother? Welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure to be here. Always. Absolutely, man. Um, the timing of this couldn't be better because uh, anybody that listens to the show knows that uh, JT, um, although he hasn't been very active lately, he has a podcast with a bunch of episodes up um, on all of your favorite podcast streaming sites. Uh, all your favorite you know, platforms. Sites. It's called The Paranormal Sun, and... Uh, JT likes to tackle uh, a lot of the weird shit that I like to talk about on this show, namely uh, UFOs and aliens and paranormal shit and cryptids and and uh, if it's weird and if it's uh, if it's something that people think you might be crazy for believing in, JT covers it. So welcome back to the show, my friend. How have you been? That was an intro, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Fuck <laughs> well, Dave. That uh, yeah. Fuck Dave, yeah. I, there's my new PR strategist right there, man. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Who, who needs who who needs whatever that freaking um, group is that uh, was? They said we're rigging the election. Something fucking <laughs> you know the the one that was all behind the scenes. Who needs that when you got Dave? Yeah. Um, no, man. I've I've been good. Thanks. Thanks for having me back on. Like I say, it is literally always a pleasure when I talk to you guys. And um, I'm sorry I've been literally. kind of living in normal land. Yeah. Lately, uh, just yeah. Um, you know, went 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 back to work and paying the bills. And um, shift work has been very. Um, I mean, in one way it's cool, but in another way it's just like you. you I did uh, what seven eight months of kind of like monday through friday and now it's like shift work so it's just a bit weird it's yeah. any given day i mean it's friday here and it feels like sunday because i got to go back to work tomorrow if that he's in sense. the fucking so, yeah, future he is in the future but um you yeah, just found good. that out so today Always. right now at the yeah. time of this recording it is 8 28 p.m on a thursday in america time in america <laughs> <laughs> in in uh, in the American time zone, yeah. Earlier, JT said it was noon. And here it's one, one. Yeah, it's one thirty here now. One thirty. Yeah, one thirty. Uh, okay, so yeah, he literally is from the on future. A Friday. On a Friday. Yeah, this is the guy we need to get our lottery numbers from because because <laughs> he's in the future. You know. Well, back yeah. in the day, it took so long to get news over there. It was the same thing. So. Yeah, man. Um. Remember that New Zealand story I shared on the air a couple of weeks ago about that pizza chain mm-hmm. that is allowing you to to pay? You can, you can will your your, oh, yeah. your, your payment for payment. your pizza. Yeah, you don't have to pay till you're dead. JT, you were telling me that you actually are familiar with that chain and that they're pretty good. And didn't didn't you say that to <laughs> me at some point? Yes. So if you hold on just a second here, I'll try and bring it up on my phone and I'll hold it up to the camera so you can see. Yeah. So. When I first got here, you had Pizza Hut and even worse. I I mean, look, like Pizza Hut, when I left the U.S., was actually a halfway decent pizza. Um, Yeah, not here. Um, Very, very fucking terrible. So Hell's Hell's Pizza started here in 1996. That's right. Um, I've actually known uh, a few people who have owned franchises, and they've got a very unique gimmick, which is they really lean heavily into the – whole hell's pizza type thing uh so they've got pizzas named like mordor and lust and 
Their original pizzas were named after the Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, um, delicious. I'm just trying to bring up the gluttony number, number five. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Welcome hell. Welcome to hell. <laughs> I love it. So that's the pizza app right there. Yes, yeah, so, so to order order app. a pizza, you know, it's and then it says the little red button says order or die. It's hard to see because you got some. That's my kind plays. of pizza joint, man. But yeah, every every Friday the 13th, like oh, forever, they used to have pizzas for $13 and now they've had to change it to sixteen sixty six because, Dope. you know, like everywhere food's going up. Yeah. And always on Halloween as well, they would have it. Um, so yeah, I saw this roll out a few weeks ago, uh, Dave, and it was basically, they, they've had a few things running. There's that promotion you were talking about. The newest promotion is, um, what would, what, what would you do for, uh, $10,000 worth of Bitcoin, something like that. And of course you had everybody out there saying they sell their soul in that. And we do still have a few prudes around here that, um, oh, you know, get really it. annoyed by that. And hell's pizza has been reported multiple times for you know things that people think are offensive but they're pretty tame man in this day and age yeah um it's just the thing that i've always appreciated is they've got the theme they stick to it and they're very good at what they do um they've gotten like worldwide attention more than once for some of these things they've done yeah um i think when the queen died they put up a billboard in the uk or something and they had a lot of people getting really upset about it. It's like, I'm sure she doesn't mind. She's fucking dead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she definitely is. Yeah, she was dead there. Um, do you remember seeing, uh, JT, uh, what was it? It was one of the more recent um, events, like the coronation of King Charles or something. There was a UFO that was spotted <laughs> in the sky. You remember that? I think – I don't think it was the coronation. It could have been, but I think it was like her – I May think it was her jubilee. Yeah, um, yeah, that was it. It was the jubilee, and then and, like, but then there was another one. There was the jubilee thing that happened. Bless you. And then <laughs> there was uh, then at at Prince. Yeah, so, sorry, boys. I'm being raped by tree sperm. Hey, That's man, okay, it's all buddy. right, bro. Yeah, you're not. At least you're not having to deal with fucking wildfire smoke like people in America are right now, dude. Have you seen what New York City we, looks like? We were talking about that earlier. Oh, fuck yeah. New York City. Well, you know, maybe I don't know. Joys of living on an island. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. It's... That has every temperature and every climate. You want a beach? Oh, yeah, let's go over to the left. Yeah. You want a mountain? Left. Let's go right. Yeah. You 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 want a, a fucking <laughs> volcanic? Oh, let's go straight. Like what the shit? <laughs> Y'all got a little bit of everything out there. <laughs> Y'all. And, like and no snakes. We're like, um, you got snakes there? Nope. You know how you've got the color palette? Yeah. You, you, you go into like the paint store and they've got the color palette. It's yeah. like we're God's color palette. It's like <laughs> we're just going to test everything here. We were like the beta test, you know, yeah. for yeah. all of the fucking climates to and see. It, like, and it obviously Should failed. we have penguins in the desert? Yes, we should. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. And it obviously failed. That's why there's only one. <laughs> what could go wrong? It's those Nazi penguins, right? We were talking about those earlier. That's they come it, out of the water like... <laughs> <laughs> you did that way too good, Dave. Sorry, yeah. I've been practicing. That's it, man. You know, like everybody here that's like, save the penguins. I'm like, no, shoot those no. bastards. <laughs> Get the ones with the armbands. Fuck them. 
Scott's like, no, John, no, no, John, no, no, John, no. I have a close friend who really loves penguins. Is it one of you guys? Don't yeah. say it in public. Yeah. 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 So our good buddy Biscuit here, real name Taylor, but we call him Biscuit. Penguins are good oh, eating, you're just going to say that on no the air? Damn. Shit, Sorry. Uh, Biscuit has a, a uh, um, what's the word, an affinity <laughs> for penguins. He loves yeah. penguins. I didn't yeah. know that. You oh, know, really? we've no, talked about it on the show. He loves to go to the to the penguin. Well, yeah, I mean, but that, well, I thought that was a different kind of love to do. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's a zoo thing. I mean, yeah. he's not like out in the wild with well, a penguin. You know, they're What's just, up, little they're penguin? Just the right buddy? size. You know, <laughs> hey man, if they're puffing, so I'm down. It's like a little living, do... breathing flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> just like the cranberry sauce at Thanksgiving. Uh, That's yeah. why it's round. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Absolutely. We do have a fair amount of penguins here. We've got some pretty endangered ones. There's actually one on our $5 bill. Um, I don't have my wallet and I don't have a $5 bill or I'd show you, but uh, you're a real working man. penguin is um, kind of a New Zealand. Yeah. Do you yeah, guys have exactly. an official animal? Um, don't worry. The tax man um, has taken it. <laughs> don't yeah, they the always? Kiwi. Don't they oh, always. yeah. A kiwi, of course. Duh. I should have known that. Uh, do you guys, uh, I'm assuming you yeah, guys. Durr! Yeah. <laughs> You guys, uh, do you know uh, like all the words to your national anthem? Do you know the words? Uh, to I your know national enough to get anthem? by. Yeah, right? I yeah. know the words. Well, to I'm mine. sure Dave does because he can play it. Well, but you know, I don't Can sing he? it when I play it. But yeah, can he? Yeah. It's like um, <laughs> let's see. It's like uh, God of Nations at thy feet. Um, Fuck the queen. I can't and remember all stinky. of it, but I can sing it when everybody else sings it. You Hell know how it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to put your hand over your heart like we do here? No, no. You got to take your hat off at least. You stand. You just stand there. You. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the thing, Dave. Like here, we don't really have the backwards hat wears. You know, it's not really a big thing here. Oh, um, okay. It's. Uh, I. I don't know what it is, but people. No, that's just there. Generally, not here. People. You're in fucking America, Dave. Sorry. Do whatever you want here. Okay. All right. Damn it, Dave. America. <laughs> freedom of speech, freedom of hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, JT. You exactly. Were, exactly. You, America. You, freedom cannon. You will yeah. appreciate the hat that I've got on. Hold on. I tried to take it off while my headphones were still on. That didn't work too well. You want to see my hat, cannon. JT? There we go. Oh, nice. I was going to say, I was hoping it. I was hoping it wasn't a cardinal hat, Dave, because I don't want to talk about the cardinals yeah, right now. My my heart is does. very very full of pain thanks yeah. to them. They won last night, but hey. uh, but uh, you know if you win, you mean two nights ago for JT. If you win one out of yeah. every six games, Future it's man. probably going to be a long season. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm up yet? Hey so. man, if they ain't clinched that division already, they're fucking bums, right? Uh, I mean, it's a little early in the season to clinch a division. But, it's um, a football mentality. If they ain't got it clinched, they're bums. Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> hockey, yay! Unless you're the Rays. You know, hockey's the only real sport. Why else give them bats if you don't give it, you know, let them use them? What's yeah. the most popular Shit. sport in New Zealand, JT? Cricket. Uh, rugby. Rugby. Oh, rugby. That yeah. was going to be my second. I thought oh, cricket for sure, yeah. too. Yeah. No, should have known. Do you guys rugby. play cricket over there? We've got we, – we, yeah, yeah, we do. Um, so I'm trying to think. So rugby union is the king here. It's like uh, we've got more World Cups than anyone in the world. We've mm. handed England and Australia and South Africa and all of them their asses more than once. Um, and then probably second would be 
uh probably would be it's it's a toss-up between between uh cricket and rugby league which is what the australians play the nrl and then um after that it's probably whichever you know so you got those two are kind of two and three and then probably fourth i would say and pretty quickly upcoming is basketball basketball's become quite big here yeah um we've had a few guys play in the nba uh that's why sean marks who's a gm and he used to play for the Spurs, and that was the first one. But right now, it's Stephen Adams is the um, is kind of the Kiwi in the NBA. He gets paid a hell of a lot of money. I mean, probably thirty years ago, he would have been a lot better because you actually use centers that you know defended and rebounded. And now he just gets paid thirty million dollars because he's been in the league that long. He just makes a lot of money. Uh, and I'm not saying the guy isn't good. It's just like he was born in the wrong uh, kind of timeline to actually be a dominant type player because you just don't have that many big guys now that don't shoot threes. Yeah. Scott says, yeah. Well, I mean, back yeah. in our day, it was Shaq, right? Yeah. And that dude, I'm pretty and, sure Shaq never And Patrick made a Ewing and David right. Robinson. And None of those guys Alonzo did. Alonzo Mourning. Yeah. 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 I don't That's recognize it. basketball anymore. I think Shaq made like one three in his entire career. Yeah. I think from memory. Yeah. I think he shot one, made one, and then he's like, Yeah, I'm not trying that again. I'm gonna oh, no. retire with a <laughs> they do with that. a perfect fucking record. That's like me. That's like me. Like uh I, I used to play a lot of golf because I worked at a golf course and I've always said if I ever hit a hole in one, I'm never playing golf again. Quit on top, right? Yeah, I like that approach. Did you ever hit a hole in one? Fuck no. That's why he's never played golf. I've got a, I've got a friend. I've got I was a friend. gonna say, where is this story going? Yeah, <laughs> no, I haven't. But I do have a friend that posted a video last night who just hit his thirteenth hole in one. Show off. I'd stop there. Look, yeah, 13. I mean, lucky yes. number thirteen. Thirteen is, of them. Is is he also the current leader of North Korea? <laughs> yeah, he get, he got a hole in one on a par five. Is yeah. his name Shooter McGavin? No, <laughs> Shooter. I played I played guitar at his wedding for him. Um, and his wedding was at a golf course, by the way. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, speak speaking of which, um, a sport that's not. I mean, it's kind of become bigger in the U.S. But fuck, I was blown away by this last night. Um, I know there is a huge amount of money in what you would call soccer, what the rest of the world calls football. But did you see what Messi got offered to go to Saudi Arabia? No, I did not. How much? It was a billion, wasn't it? What? So for two years, for for, so. for two years, it was $1.65 billion between cash and uh, share options in the club and everything else. Fucking when I saw soul. it, like, I, you know, like, I know numbers have gotten big, but I was, I, I had to listen about three times. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, they they but, mean you know uh, maybe Saudi a lifetime Arabia. like ambassador type contract, yeah. you know. But yeah, they they paid fucking Ronaldo something like three or four hundred wow. million a year to go there. So yeah, that's they're a, they're they're sports washing like crazy, man. So yeah. that's a crown. You know, prince. the government will blow anything. Yeah, 100%. yeah. and they're trying yeah. to do the same they're thing with uh, trillionaires. Yeah, that's a crown prince with yeah. so much fucking money. He's got it. More Easy. money than God. And they're trying to do the same thing with golf, too. They're trying to lure all of these PGA Tour people yeah. into the new, the Live Tour, which mm. I believe is also backed by Saudi, Saudi. Arabia. And they're yeah. throwing tons and tons of money at these guys. 100%. Fuck yeah. They, yeah. They, tried to throw, they tried to throw $300 million at Rory McIlroy. Mm. The only reason I know this is it was on no- the news here last night. He's like the number three in the world. And yeah. he's not happy with that whole situation. And he's basically called people who signed up to that live early on. He's calling them fucking Judas's and traitors and that. And he's saying that the players who didn't leave the PGA 
need to be compensated. You know, these, you know, what he's saying, I, I understand. To me, I do think it's fair. He's like, hey, we stood by you. Um, these guys jump ship, got all this money. You need to at least match the money that you're giving to those guys because now they've had like a uh, basically a merger of the LIV and the PGA. Yeah. So exactly. And that's what he's saying. He's like, so why should we be fucked for being loyal? You know? So yeah. I, I can't blame him. I mean, but it's still, you know, time. I like to think that $300 million is like, fuck you money. You don't, nobody needs that much money, but right. But at the same time, like what the fuck, man, this dude needs three. Yeah. I could use 300 million. <laughs> they always say yeah. money doesn't, you know, won't buy happiness. I really want to try. I'll, t- I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. biscuit. I'll, I'll, I'll start you out, Biscuit. I will mail off to you a hundred thousand dong. I've got a hundred thousand dong for you, so you can start your. Uh, He's into dong. Yeah, straight from <laughs> straight from Vietnam. Straight from <laughs> Vietnam, you can yeah. have a hundred thousand dong to start your empire. That's right, big black dong. <laughs> Wasn't on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So last week I get here, JT. And so, like, my routine when I get here is I, like, you know, I pull up the internet and I, like, try to always try to pull up, like, a few articles for us to talk about on the show. That we never and so, fucking talk about. Just a lot of times we don't. So last week I got here. <laughs> last week I got here and I pulled up the old Google Chrome and it was uh, Google image results for big black dicks. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. funny. So just out of so uh, I screenshotted that shit and emailed it to myself. You, you just joined another watch list, Dave. Right. <laughs> so out of curiosity, how much is a hundred thousand dong? Dick. I don't know about about a mile. Uh, so I remember to... a few years ago. You have to. Pay I remember them. a few years ago dick. watching Top Gears. Yeah, I, I remember a few years ago watching Top Gears um, Vietnam special. And they were buying these used cars for because they were all excited. They're like, "We've got five million dong to buy a car," <laughs> and they bought like about fucking maybe a thousand dollars worth of car for five million. So yeah, um, yeah, it won't be a massive amount, but I do have a hundred thousand dong note around here. A hundred thousand Vietnamese dong equals four dollars and twenty six cents in the United States. Are you shitting me? That's still cool Oops. to fucking have, Jeez, though. man, I'd frame that shit. That's fuck. I, I got a hundred thousand dongs right here. What do you boy. think? <laughs> I wouldn't say it like. That <laughs> got to do it like that. I, I feel like you got to do it with that deep girth voice. Like I got myself a hundred thousand dong there, boy. <laughs> yeah, don't mind this and dark then, room right, with jeans in it. Right. And then when I pull up in my van with no windows, <laughs> and I just start fingering my belly button as I tell you this. Uh, <laughs> now get in, nice and deep. That is it's where correct. the candy's at. <laughs> Oh. So Dave got it. You're about to be a hundred thousand <laughs> dong deep, boy. <laughs> Gonna be like Vietnam in there, bitches. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. They we napalm them and they donged us. Oh. <laughs> I don't hey. know. Which is worse. And right? now my dong feels like it's got napalm on it. God man. <laughs> That's called syphilis, boy. It's, it's cold out. Gotta keep warm. Oh, hey, I got a funny story to share with you guys. I can't remember if I already told you this. Um, so you know my friend Cassie, my wife's yes. friend Cassie. She is a massage therapist and she works right oh, across no. she works right across the hall from a guy who is a uh, chiropractor. Okay. So, dude across the hall gets a call the other day, yesterday, oh, from a guy. And the guy on the phone says, hey, man, I'm a roadie for the Grateful Dead and John Mayer, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I caught an STD. Can you check me out? And the guy was like, 
I'm pretty sure you're going to need a real MD for that. I think the guy thought that I think the guy was misinformed and thought that this chiropractor was an actual MD. So I hear this story, and I, so of course I get on the internet and I look up Grateful Dead and John Mayer because John Mayer is touring with yeah, the yeah. Grateful Dead. Yeah. They played in St. Louis last night, mm. so the story checks out. Yeah, Fuck so yeah. shout out to my buddy from uh, yeah. the Grateful Dead tour with the STD. <laughs> Holy, get that checked my out. Man. My man. Life. I, I am. Look, look, look. I'm. This is bullshit, right? I am totally offended by this. <laughs> I mean, it's their life. They're all millionaires. They can do whatever the fuck they want. But once Jerry Garcia died, that should have been the end of the Grateful Dead. Like, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, man. It's like. It's like I love I, I lived and breathed ACDC. I got to go and see them live. But basically once, uh, you know, once uh, fuck here, the uh, the Canadian club is already having its effect. Uh, once Malcolm Young basically got dementia, that should have been it, man. It's yeah. like yeah. him and his brother basically were the backbone of ACDC. Yeah, that should be it. You like, know, without Malcolm. And, and again, they don't give a fuck. They're multimillionaires. Yeah. And, yeah, that that's it, man. But you know, you cannot have the Grateful Dead without Jerry Garcia. It's yeah. like Crosby, Stills, and Nash with no fucking with no young. David Crosby. You know, it's like it just doesn't work. To, to that's just me. I'm a purist. You know, yeah. It's like I like to keep it. I like to keep it pure on this side of the fence. But that's now just I will me. say this: the 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 band does they do they are not calling themselves the Grateful Dead. They are just calling themselves the Dead. Oh, okay. So I mean, I guess that should give them. But a little they're bit like, of are they a Grateful Dead? Good. No, cover? no, hey. It's, all, right it's all of the original members. Uh, well, not all the original members, but it's all of the current, you know, quote unquote, current members. So of it's the Grateful everybody Dead. who was in the Grateful Dead minus Jerry Garcia. That, that's still alive, gotcha. plus John Mayer. But, okay. but I mean, the Grateful okay. Dead has had like three or four different hey, that's organists. All right. that's right. Yeah. You know, I think they've pretty much got like, you know, uh, Mickey Hart. I, I've been an organist a few times. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm going to be an organist tonight at about 1130 when I get home. Um, so, yeah, they've got Mickey Hart. They've got um, Phil Lesh. Uh, you I know, like Phil. the original, the original OGs of the Grateful yeah. Dead. Um, I went through a pretty, pretty healthy Grateful Dead. Something phase. weird, Bob Weir, something Bob like that. Bob Weir, yeah. There's a really great documentary about Bob Weir. I think it still is up on Netflix. It's called The Other One because that was what people would, how people would refer to him. Yeah, he's not Jerry Garcia. He's the other one. Yeah. Um, that's a great yeah. documentary, especially if you're a music lover like me. It's definitely worth watching. Well, I mean, he he also did what all the Band Aids. Did he do? Uh, he did Live Aid too, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, a couple times, and I think he was also in on the uh, the, the We Are the World. Yeah, minus Biscuit with because Stevie he Wonder. was too young. Yeah. Do you? It, he probably wasn't even around yet. I remember it. Uh, do you we guys remember the We Are the World? Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hands and shit. yeah. yeah. you did that too. <clears throat> did of I course. do that? No. Oh, he doesn't Fuck remember it, but oh, you don't see it. it. <laughs> He's seen the fuck videos you, of it <laughs> with Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson now, and fucking. I, I was busy. <laughs> we we were supposed to hold hands, but I was using both hands to hold something, and yeah. I got in trouble, Scotty. Well, so you sorry. know it happens. Not... It happens. Yeah, um, I had somebody else hold it for me. <clears throat> JT. JT. <laughs> he was busy holding something. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. So, sorry, sorry, Dave. I have to piss on that rumor. I didn't know Scotty back then. <laughs> Damn it. No. Now, I, uh, so JT came along <laughs> eighth grade for eighth me. Grade. Eighth grade. Okay. And yeah, grade I, was, think, I think that we was moved the first, there in 89. Yeah, that was the first year. Okay, so eighth grade would 89, have been. 89, 90. 92, 91, 92. That sounds about right because I would have been in eighth grade in Yeah, I, 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 was, I was at um, I graduated I went high school to middle school, so I had the. I was born in 94. 
I had the pleasures of Richard Selback and that um, at middle school. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I did do seventh because we lived in Nokomis a year and then we moved to the mighty metropolis of Olman, you know, with the whole fucking so for everyone people or whatever it was that unaware, we had back then, you know, move from a town of 1500 people to a town of 205, <laughs> 80, 80, 80. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. My that was, town. that was. My yeah, little that, town that was, was our, uh, 260, that, that, so. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, now I'll never live this down. I knew Ullman was small, man, but fucking. Oh, man. Phil, yep. Fillmore. I apologize for all the Fillmore stories I told. You guys could have <laughs> taken us and fucking war any time, man. Fuck yes, we could have. Because there was like five kids from that town that drove 40 minutes to get to school every fucking day. It was maddening. Boys, I can't wait to share this of course, all of, story with uh, you. Go ahead. Keep going. Let's do it in a second. Uh, segment of course, there, all Dave. of the uncles. Yeah, of course, all of the uncles would have had to stop the circle jerk to actually pick up their muskets to uh, to do something about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's the Midwest. Did you, did you hear? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, at least you all. Did know you hear their about them people are... in Olman? Yeah. Their weapons are up there. Did, well, greased. did you hear about them people in Olman? What? Oh. What what's wrong, Cletus? What's going on, Olman? They let the black pepper and the salt together on the table. God damn it, Cletus! I should have named one of my kids Cletus. The best I could do was Jack. That's kind of like Cletus, sort of. No, not at all. <laughs> Cletus, Cornelius, Jack, Cletus. Yeah. Oh, hand in fucking hand. I'm glad but, I went with Jack. Okay, which one of these two, Jack or Cletus, Leroy. is going to sleep with their cousin? Oh, that ain't Jack. That's I don't know, Cletus. Depends on what she looks like. Cletorus. <laughs> Never heard of that Pokemon. Boys, let's take a quick break. Um, I got lots of good stuff to share with you. Uh, the fake UFO stories. Dave's lots itching. of fake UFO stories. Itching to get to these UFO stories. It's yo. been a very exciting week or so. Hey, hey fair enough, because because I very quickly get lost in the weeds. So it is a good point, Dave, that you um, that you do pull us back on track. So thank you for that. I know you are a working man these days, JT, and so I'm going to get you caught up on all the current uh, conspiracy and gossip news. All the all the UFOs. Now let me tell you something about Biscuit. Biscuit likes to poo-poo on all my UFO <laughs> stories, but he is an avid believer of Bigfoot. So go figure. It's fucking real. Go figure. <laughs> like your fucking UFOs. <laughs> Until it fucking lands in so, the um, White House. <laughs> Bigfoot or the so, UFO? So, so Biscuit, um, that, that does concern me because it's kind of like the guy who says it's only gay if you're doing the sucking. You know, it's like... Um, yeah, you, know, you do have to, you're the one you have to pick alone. a side of the fence, brother. <laughs> yeah. You're talking to you're talking to the guy that 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 made that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like hey, let's get to finishes. our let's get, <laughs> <laughs> it's only gay. Oh Jesus! It's only gay if he finishes. Isn't that the truth? Let's thank uh, our Patreon patrons, Dave. Yeah. Uh, let's let's People go first with this. our good buddy JT and the Paranormal hey, Sun. Hey, all right. Hey, oh. Friend of the show, guest of the show tonight. Oh. Let's go with. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I'll take it with Biscuit Strength. Hey, oh, hey. also a friend of the show and co-host. Uh, a little bit more than a guest now. A little bit more. <laughs> uh, the good buddy Kev. What's up, Kev? What's up, Kev? Um, our good friend at uh, In the Groove Records. What up, Jamie? Jamie Rector. Um, Get to In the Groove. Woo-hoo. They've got a slew of good vinyl that just showed up. You need to check it out. Um, and Dub Iz, of course. Mm. And last but fan. not least, I think this is our newest subscriber. This is our good friend, Cassie Cass. Cassie Cass. Got Thank you, girl. All. Yeah, girl. That's all of them. All right. We'll be back after this, Money. folks. Let's take a break. Yeah. 
Back after this, brother. Oh, I forgot to say, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> and Arkansas. <laughs> fuck Arkansas. Oh, fuck yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster has all the hot summer hits. More hot new releases and more copies of them. Blockbuster's turning up the heat with more movies like this. When there's no justice, you come up with the money, there can be no peace. Or you bury your brother. Ice Cube. Where can I find my brother? Dangerous Ground. Rated R from New Line Home Video. Rent it tonight at Blockbuster. Blockbuster's hot summer hits. Take them home and make it a Blockbuster night. Here we go. Uno, dos, tres, carato. Hola, friends. Welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe place. Dave is shaking those jugs yeah. in an unsafe world. Got to shake world. what God gave you, buddy. World. All right, boys. Let's get weird. Let's get weird, man. Let's get weird, man. It's been like Dave's a been very, very active uh, week in the UFO world. Um, How so active, Dave? The timing could not have been better to have our good friend JT on the show. Um, there's two. Okay. There's two big stories in particular that I would like to talk about. Um, so we can start with quit the... showing off with that Cuban over there. Damn it! I know, right? I'm just so jealous. Um, so we can start with either the whistleblower thing that happened about a week ago, or we can start with the Las Vegas UFO that just came out like last night. Let's do the Cuban. Cuban. I need a Cuban. You Let's need... do that instead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hold up. <laughs> Let's start with the whistleblower. All right. Um, since that one came first. Okay. So let me give you guys the lowdown here, because uh, I know most people listening don't know that's, as much about this shit as I do. That's or not the. Uh, yeah. That's not the video. Or no, the that's picture, not the video. The it's just a stock picture. Yeah. But but yeah. So this guy, his name is David Grush. He led analysis of unexplained anomalous phenomena within mm -hmm. the U.S. Department of Defense. Um, and he has alleged that the U.S. has craft of non-human origin. Not just one or two, multiple. <laughs> yes. And the fact that the Aero program that just came out, he says that they weren't read into a UFO vehicle crash retrieval program. So he... Um, what does that mean? Cover so, your bases. So information on these vehicles, uh, according to him, is being illegally withheld from Congress. And that's where I think this might be successful, is that he's doing it through the proper channels. Well, he's also retired. We have to keep that in mind. Not too. retired. He, he, he left the yeah, office because they retaliated against him. He's not retired. Grush said that when well, he turned no over. Well, he's no longer. Right. Yeah. Grush said that when, retired. Grush said that when he turned over classified information about the vehicles to Congress, he suffered retaliation from government officials. He left the government in April after a 14-year career in U.S. intelligence. <clears throat> and he's being backed up by mm -hmm. lots of other you know, top brass military guys. Jonathan Gray, a current U.S. official at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, confirmed the existence of, quote, exotic materials, uh, adding, quote, we are not alone. Um, God, I hope Bob Lazar is somewhere jerking off right now. So here's God, another quote from him. Here's gotcha, another bitch. quote from him. We are not talking about prosaic origins or identities, Grush said. The material includes intact and partially intact vehicles. He told them that uh, the analysis determined that the material is, quote, of exotic origin, mm -hmm. meaning non-human intelligence, whether extraterrestrial or unknown or origin. This is based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of un unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures. 
The non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet retrievals. And yet, a global solution continues to elude us. Um, so the the people that originally broke this story, they started talking to this guy's colleagues, mm-hmm. each of whom vouched for his character. Carl E. Nell, a retired Army colonel, said Grush was quote beyond reproach in a 2022 performance review. He was described as, quote, an officer with the strongest possible moral compass. Um, and it goes on and on, but... Um, Dave, there's a video online of a... And, and JT and Biscuit and I discussed this earlier. Uh, of, a guy, <laughs> of a guy. Of a guy? Of a guy who is a... He's like a world-renowned uh, person who looks and reads your body language. Mm-hmm. And he was going through uh, an interview with this guy, and uh, he's some famous British journalist. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember this. his name right off the top of my head. It's on my phone. We were we were listening to it earlier. Yeah. Uh, and he was going through it, like, piece by piece, and he was showing that this guy is really, like, he, he from what he read on him, he goes, I need to see more, but from this little <laughs> bit that I've seen, he's incredibly worried. Uh, he's constantly like pursing his lips and stuff. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, that means he's trying to talk and he's got this information, but no one's listening. Yeah. And he's trying to, you know, get it out there. Yeah. He's also very, very worried. He said that, you know, things could be happening. He's like, but at the end of it, he goes, if you're this guy and this is all legit and you're really doing this. Yeah. All of this matches up. So the people, the same people that broke this story, they tried to take it to the New York Times. They tried to take it to other mm-hmm. publications who denied publishing it at least this early. And so I've got this article from Fan- from Vanity Fair: Why the New York Times, the Washington Post, and Politico didn't publish yeah. a seemingly bombshell report about UFOs. And basically, the gist of this story: So the two people that broke the story, they are the same people that broke the New York Times story in yes. 2017 with the original cockpit videos. So these are people that you know are well established journalists. The same story. These people, you yeah. know, they put their reputations on the line. So it's Ralph Blumenthal and Les- Leslie Ke- Keen are the names of the uh, journalists. Yes, Leslie Keene is the one that was interviewed on this one. Yep. And she's basically you know, said that w- why is no one reporting on this? Yeah. Why? Um, so, um, but basically what it came down to um, is that there, you know, there's no, there's still, the, the, the whistleblower Grush, he doesn't have any photographic evidence. Of no, this. he does. Now, he said that he does. Or, no, he does. He has a dossier that other people have given him. That's right. Colleagues He's, over the, over time have actually started coming to him and confiding in him. But I believe he has not shared any of those images because no, they because are still classified. technically classified. He did, however, turn all of that over to the whistleblowers, like whatever thing that he did. Yeah, and the inspector general yes. said that his whistleblower complaint was— Claimed him credible. Uh, and, er, and, and he said that it was urgent. Mm. It was urgent. But this guy's claiming that the United States government has a UFO retrieval program. Right. That the current, uh, like everyone that the UAPs, they call them instead of UFOs now, UAPs, that the current whatever is looking into that, the watchdog group that the government set up, they were not read into this. Yeah. So he's basically saying that this is being kept from Congress, from the president, from the American public. So let me give you a little more detail about why it wasn't. That, that breaks it down into shadow government, brother. Let me give you a little more detail on why it wasn't published by you know New York Times or Washington Post. 
Every piece, so this is what Politico said, every piece of journalism Politico publishes goes through a vigorous editing process to ensure we are providing accurate information for our readers. Though we were interested in this submission, the authors insisted on a guaranteed public date, publication date that would not have allowed us to complete our process and meet our standards. And so then the author said this, to be clear, the Washington Post did not pass on our story. Ralph and I took it to the debrief. That's mm-hmm. the name of the publication that, that has published this. Ralph and I took it to the debrief because we were under growing pressure to publish it very quickly. Um, uh, Grush's identity was leaked on the Internet, so that pushed them to publish it sooner than they had hoped to do it. If there had been no leaks, it might have been different. So it was a deal where the story was going to get one – it was going to get out one way or the other, right. and so they were trying to get out ahead of it. So, But these are literally the same people that, that – that post that, it, that did the yeah. New York Times article that really that was the article that blew this subject wide open and kind of took it out of the fringes into the mainstream. These are the people who have been saying the exact same thing with proof forever now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> th- I'll tell you this, guys, because I think I've told you guys before, as much as I am into this topic, there still is a little part of me that, like, isn't convinced but when I read this story and I read about all of these highly credible people that are backing this guy up, this for me was a moment of like, God damn, holy shit, this is real. Like, this is happening. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a huge story. And I, I imagine that once those other publications have had enough time to go through their vetting process, mm-hmm. you're going to see it in some bigger publications too. But, I mean, it's already in some pretty big publications. Uh, the Guardian's covering it. Um, Lots of others, the Independent, the Atlantic, they're all covering it. Um, New York Times, Washington Post has not yet, but I, I, history won't be kind. Of I us. think if you, well, I think <clears throat> if you give them some time, they they will follow up on it and actually, you know, address it. So, so that's that's like the big news of the week, and really, this is the biggest UFO story since 2017, since the original videos, cockpit videos. Boy, the, you gotta wonder, man, what what the fuck's going on. What, what's going on that we're being leaked this, that we're being told this stuff? Well, this is not being leaked by our government. No, but what's going on, though? Yeah. That doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter who's doing I, it. I, 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 yeah. I, I guess, Dave, I do appreciate your positivity, <laughs> and I appreciate your <laughs> hope you. that, hope. hey, some, something, something new is going to be disclosed. Yeah. But I have long been of the opinion that none of these things happen unless someone has ticked the box at the top and said, yeah, that's okay to be out there. Because if not, they would bury this shit so far down in a 35 page or whatever. Um, I'm not saying that there's nothing here. What I'm saying is exactly what Scotty's saying. And, and, And as we talked off the air earlier, I believe all of these things only so... The U.S. aside, any country short of, let's say, Iran or North Korea or um, fucking Mauritius, some, you know, very small off the radar type map, Mm -hmm. it's got to be signed off. And and, and I'm not saying that the person going to the newspaper has to be signed off, but for it to actually be disclosed in this manner, i.e., this is a serious matter, there are multiple cases of this etc cetera, etc cetera. this is a top level you know source etc that's got to be signed off by someone in the 
um, intelligence slash and military industrial complex. So as Scotty was saying, again, I, I guess I've just become very, not negative is not the right term, pessimistic. When I hear something like this, my first question is who's to gain by this? Exactly. Why are they mentioning it now? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've I've had many, unfortunately, over my years, there have been multiple times where I've said, oh, the shit's going to break loose. Um, and, and I hope it does, Dave. I really hope it does. But it's just the question to me is always, who is it that's allowing it to come out? How are they spinning it to best suit their agenda? Or and what is the borderline message? So or get, what are ahead, they trying ahead, to cover up? by exposing this if you have something big that you want to try and hide you you hide it in a disaster yeah you, know? you distract people with other or it's things. look over here well that's exactly what it is it's yeah. an old roman proverb yeah, like yeah. Never, the misdirection the classic right, misdirection never waste a natural disaster to hide something that you're doing from the general public canadian well just to be, and, just to be exactly. clear and the other exactly. quote here <clears throat> The other quote that I mentioned many times, but to me, it is always front and foremost in my mind when we're dealing with quote unquote UFOs, aliens, whatever, however you want to sum it up, is the quote from Winston Churchill, which is the truth is so valuable that it must be surrounded at all times by a bodyguard of lies. Right. Yeah. This is what he said in World War II about the misdirections, about D-Day, etc. And it's not that I don't want it to happen. It's just there's a very strong part of my psyche that just says, okay, is this going to become another 2017 thing where we get people talking about it, but that's it. There's no real follow-up. And Dave, you and I, and um, I mean Biscuit. Biscuit is such a believer. I know that he's on board with this. <laughs> Absolutely. Of there's nothing to prove to JT. Like there is something going on. I have no doubt. Now, what it is, like I said – if I sat here, I could fill a four-hour segment telling you what my thoughts are on what are UFOs, what could they be. And I boiled it down to eight or nine different categories. But the reality just becomes to me, like Scotty said, what have you got to gain? Is it because it's going to be blown wide open so you want to control the narrative? Is exactly. it simply that we want to steer, you know, are we are we doing the slow introduction, which has been, you know, if you listen to people in the know, they say that this was talked about way back in the 50s and the 60s, the slow disclosure, the rolling disclosure. Look about, um, look at the 80s. I mean, like listening to the clip earlier Scotty played for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the clip that the journalist played, he's very much like, oh, well, you know, oh, are, are you serious that this is – do you believe that this is beyond Earth? It's like, fuck, that, that question got answered when I was like knee-high to a grasshopper. I mean, I have no <laughs> doubt that – there is a lot of that stuff is current technology that we don't know about or other governments technology, but there's a lot of it that, you know, the government wishes they had. I mean, there's a lot of shit that goes on that they really wish they had control of. And, and is the narrative, Hey, we've got it. Um, but we're not going to say we've got it, but we want to calm people down by saying, this is all black budget stuff or it's under our control or it's in our scope. We know what's going on, but, the reality is over the years from the amount of whistleblowers I've heard from, most of them say, hey, um, yeah, there is part we control, but there's a vast amount out there that we don't have any control over. Go ahead, Scotty. It's funny you were saying that that quote from Winston Churchill. So the quote I'm thinking of is 
another quote from a Roman proverb that Winston Churchill said. Churchill said that working with the United Nations, that after World War II, he famously said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah, I've heard that quote many times. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it attributed to uh, who's that Rahm Emanuel mm-hmm. in Chicago with the. Yeah, but but that's it. I mean, and, and that's exactly right. I mean, the amount of time. So, for example, the latest one we heard about, at least here, I don't know about in the U.S., but they were freaking out over Sudan. Oh, there's a civil war and all these people are dying. When's the last time you heard anything about that? I haven't heard shit about that. We haven't heard about and that here. I guess the real. Oh, yeah. No, it's a civil war in the Sudan. Hundreds of thousands of people dying. It popped up on the news here for about two or three days. Then it's like, let's get back to Ukraine. And the skeptical side to me says it's because they're white in the Ukraine. Yep. Um, The realistic part to me says that people can identify more with the Ukraine because it's a European country. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the misdirection thing is is real. I mean, all you have to do is go back to the government and – Go, go go back to the um, the Federal Reserve. That's exactly what they did. When they voted on the Federal Reserve in 1913, they made sure to do the vote uh, after most of the people who were against it had actually left for Christmas holiday. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, let's have the vote now. It's the same thing with the Patriot Act. They shoved it through at Christmas time when they knew people wouldn't be paying attention. And then it's like later, you know, literally at the time they said, Oh, you, Senator X, you want to see what's in the Patriot Act? Sure, you can. You're going to go in this room. You can't record anything. You can't. All you can do is handwritten notes. You can't photocopy anything of this fucking 2,000 page document or whatever. Oh, and you're going to vote on it in two or three days, by the way. So um, that's all the preparation you need because this is national security. But you know what? That's when you get guys like Senator Harry Reid that showed up afterwards. You know, he retired, he left government altogether, then he decided to reveal things that he knew. Because he knew in his time, exactly wasn't going to work. The government actively, even if, and on- even if it's, say, Biscuit has this amazing mechanical mind, and he's out there making spears that he can jump in and throw his kids in, and they'll zip them across the world. Even if that's a guy today. You know, he, the government's going to see that. They're going to come down on him. They're going to know what it is, but they're not going to let us know. You know, so we have no fucking so, clue. But then Harry, as Reed silly as up. it sounds, as silly as it sounds, but I mentioned this because a lot of the listeners probably would have heard of this, and I don't mean to make jokes about this situation, but think about the episode of South Park where Mister Garrison had the the fucking um, self perpetual machine where you know, and they were making fun of him because he's basically sucking himself off to have this thing that. Is like, you know, no electricity needed, no no petroleum, everything else. And the government steps in and says, oh, we're buying you out and we're going to bury this because it'll ruin the airlines. Right. That's the reality of a lot of this stuff. A lot of this technology that comes out, uh, diesel. So the guy who invented the diesel engine, he supposedly had a water engine. Yep. And what do you know? He goes on a cruise across the Atlantic and he falls overboard of the ship and disappears and all of his blueprints and all of his patents mysteriously vanished vanished from his cabin and i mean it just happens time and time again and people like to laugh about it and say oh well it's all conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. but you know as the saying goes uh, as as again as as contentious as the guy can be the the nasa guy um you know um hoagland you know he had that saying and i fully believe in that saying it only takes one white crow to prove that not all crows are black so 
you know, if you can just find, you, you don't have to have the smoking gun case to JT's mind. You cobble together hundreds and hundreds of instances of this happening. There's something fucking going on, whatever it is. The shit with um, Tesla's stuff disappearing right yeah, after he I died, you know, say that. on and on and on, you know. But you know what? If 40 you look trunks at, worth of documents. And if you look at modern day Israel, that's Nikola Tesla's stuff. Look at the Iron Dome project. They're shooting fucking like microwaves into the sky to get, you know, to fry the harp. Exactly. Harp. That's the is that what it is? It's harp now. That's the Jewish have... space lasers harp, that harp. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was trying to warn us about. <laughs> but you know what? That's, te- so, that's Tesla's oh. stuff. Yes. So harp, H-A-A-R-P, yep. is a, a group US of old motherfuckers who like to come and play chess at your house. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a sorry, Scotty. Be, be, between the uh, the nicotine of the Cuban and the uh, Canadian club, um, I'm sorry. I'm just having to try and stay on the right line. He's probably getting harp has been around at least too. since the '60s and '70s. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You're probably right. I am probably catching the contact from 10,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, um, harp is harp is in Alaska, and um, mm-hmm. it is U.S. technology that exists. Now, what we know about it is disputed, but it, it absolutely exists. And the idea was that, from what I've heard, the best cases I've heard is that it ionizes the atmosphere. So uh, things like blue beam type stuff, which is basically hologramming. So so there's this blue beam, uh, Operation Blue Beam you hear about, which is basically holograms in the atmosphere and the idea behind it was that you could say, for example, Muhammad is coming back or Jesus is coming back or um, oh my God, Buddha is coming it? back. And the idea was to trick – yeah, the idea was to trick and basically subdue large percentages of the population that had those religious beliefs. And so the next question became, wow. would Bluebeam be used to fake a UFO yeah. invasion, an alien invasion, to allow governments mm-hmm. of the world to have even greater control over us? Yeah. Which goes back to Von Braun, who was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Captain, oh, I was not a Nazi war criminal. Only 12,000 slave laborers died building my U-2s. Oh, to be or fair, my you not, not go U-2s. to moon Sorry, Bono. Bono, Bono, I don't want to be sued. It's not, sorry, Bono, it's not U2, it's V2. I do apologize. Fuck that But there's cut. that famous story that on his deathbed, he told his longtime secretary that mm-hmm. first, the, the, the first boogeyman would be the USSR, which was on its way out at that time. Next would be global terrorism. And the ultimate boogeyman that governments would hold would be an alien invasion, which would then allow them to seize more control of us. And basically would be, we would be in an almost a 1984 scenario. But the fact was that that invasion was all this project Bluebeam and this uh, BS that they would stage an alien invasion when there was no invasion to be had. That's a very, very popular theory amongst conspiracy theorists is that there is a fake alien invasion that's going to happen. Yeah. What if that's the case? What if that's what's going on? Well, then those people aren't as crazy as as I think they are. Do you think one day that all of this is just going to be revealed, every bit of it? I think it'll be revealed when I die. Nope. I don't think so either. I, I, I I don't see it all being revealed, and I'll tell you why, Scotty. Um... So I don't want to make myself sound uber important because I'm not, but I have known people in various levels of the U.S. government, the government here, the government in the U.K., the government in Australia, and they all tell me the same thing. 
basically politics are wrestling for people who think they're smart uh when you yeah. get into politics when you get to a several a certain level you are given a script and either you follow the script or you're out so uh one of our friends who we actually went to school with scotty i won't mention his name here because he has struggled to i mean the dude is paranoid i mean he knows something um but we went to talking. school with him he yeah. was in my class um yeah he basically told me that he was told multiple times, either you follow the script or you're gone. And he naively said to them, oh, well, I'm voted in by the voters. And he goes, yeah, and how hard do you think it is for a scandal to break out just in time for your next election cycle? Right. You may be voted in by the voters, but the voters vote the way we want them to, yeah. the way the news tells them to vote, which is absolutely true. So basically at the at the crux of it all, I guess it becomes that um, there are lots of really good people out there who go into government who want to make a positive change, and they very quickly realize that they are just a drop of water in the sea, and they oh, are yeah. not going to make a change. And even the guys very high up, like Harry Reid, Harry Reid was very high up, but you can see, like you say, Scotty, as you astutely mentioned, he was so freaking paranoid, he waited until he was basically on his deathbed right. to admit anything of this. And the reality becomes to me, okay, I'll give you two pertinent examples. Now, one is kind of semi-proven. One, as far as I'm concerned, is proven. The first one is the Spanish-American War. We all know that the U.S. government at the time in the 1890s was looking at expansionism outside of the U.S. sphere of influence. Now, I have heard from people who have basically, for me, spelt it out that the U.S. Maine that was – was destroyed in Havana Harbor was a false flag operation to get the U.S. involved in a war with Spain, which they knew they'd kick their ass, right. which we ended up with Guam, the Philippines, Guantanamo Bay. All of that came from the 1898 Spanish-American War. Then you go to Pearl Harbor. It has just about been conclusively proven now that someone knew that Pearl Harbor was coming. All right, whether it was the British intelligence or the U.S. intelligence, there's a fact that the Japanese ambassador was visiting the German ambassador directly across the harbor from Pearl Harbor. He observed the U.S. Uh, war games of attacking Pearl Harbor, and the Japanese uh, fleet and air force followed that to a T, so much to the T that they didn't bomb the fuel refineries on Ford Island, which right. basically would have knocked the U.S. out of the Pacific War for a year because they were following the U.S.'s plan to a T. If they would have bombed those those um, storages of refined airplane fuel on, you know, on Ford Island, we wouldn't have, you there know, I'm not going to say Island. we would have lost the war. Yeah, that's it. I, I would argue very strongly that the U.S. would have still won the war, but Japan may have conquered Hawaii. At the very least, Japan would have conquered PNG, maybe gotten into Australia. The U.S. wouldn't have been able to get involved. Here's another real interesting bit. What Do you, do you really, really, really think that it's circumstance that, number one, the, the admiral in charge of Pearl Harbor, two weeks before Pearl Harbor was warned, hey, there's all these saboteurs running around blowing up things, which no one was. But he was told to group all of the planes together at Pearl Harbor on the runways yeah. to make it harder for saboteurs, number one. Number two, do you think it's coincidence that the week before Pearl Harbor, the only two aircraft carriers in the Pacific sailed out of Pearl Harbor on quote-unquote maneuvers when they hadn't done any maneuvers at sea for a year? 
I don't think that it's happenstance. I believe that someone knew it was coming. We all know FDR had a hard-on to get on into the war, but the polls were against it. I'm not saying FDR conclusively knew, but someone very high up in the military probably did know, and they said, hey, the, the president wants this. The military wants this. I'm just going to turn a blind eye to this intelligence. The British definitely knew. It's been proven. The British already knew that it was coming. They warned the U.S., and the U.S. said, oh, thanks, we'll take it from here. And then they hung everyone, everything on it was either Admiral King. I think it was Admiral King. He's the one who took the fall for Pearl Harbor because he wasn't told that, hey, look, we believe that the Japanese may be making a move towards Hawaii. He was just told, oh, look out for these saboteurs. So he followed exactly what he was told. Now, in the 80s, they had to go to his family. Members of the Pentagon went to his family and said, hey, look, he was not, you know, he should not have taken any of this blame. We fully absolve him, but they wouldn't do it publicly. They only did it behind the scenes. Why? Because yeah. we want to preserve this story Image. that, oh, nobody knew. And it was this backstab. Exactly, Scotty. It was this backstab from the horrible Japanese. Exactly. The Japanese did do some very horrific things, and I'm not condoning what they did. But basically, when you tell them you can't buy oil from the U.S., which at the time was supplying 70% of the world's oil, you can't buy scrap steel, and they, they knew damn well all of the think tanks they had at the time said, if you cut off the Japanese scrap steel and oil, there will be war within six months. They were told that point blank, and guess what? They, they did, did it. it. So they knew what they were doing. It's just like the WMDs in Iraq. You know, I mean, they know what they're doing. I mean, they don't always get it right, but for fuck's sakes, there's a reason that they're at the top of the pyramid, and we're not. Exactly, right there. Exactly. They they have been key in finding everything. When every president comes around, they've got a guy who can go do all of that. Yeah. You know? I knew the WMDs thing was bullshit. Everyone knew it was bullshit. Back in the day, you know, <laughs> everyone knew it was bullshit. Well, it was my daddy got taken a shot at by this guy. Let's I, go get I it. I just feel like they used 9-11 as a scapegoat to go invade Iraq. You know, they had never wasted an opportunity. Yeah. You know, yeah. never waste a good well, crisis. Right. Absolutely. Well, the, the Iraq thing and the second Gulf War, right? I was about 22 or 23. And I can to this day remember vaguely Bush Jr. going into the Senate. And I don't have a time machine. I can't go back to ancient Rome. But it was the closest thing I can imagine to stirring up the ancient Roman Senate to go to war in Gaul or go to war in uh, yeah. uh, Syria, whatever it was. I mean, the way everybody was cheering and chanting. Oh, yeah. And basically, American if, if you had a everywhere. divergent attitude— yeah, and if you – I mean, look, I was living in Southern California, which is considered like the liberal – you know, aside from New York, it's like the liberal capital of the world. There, man, I mean, like if you had anything contradictory to say, you're a communist, you're a sellout oh, to your yeah. country, boy, them, them – that Ahmed over there, he's going to drop mustard gas on your ass. He's going to poison your water supply. I'm sorry. We called and them tally I rags. I don't blame the <laughs> – I I don't blame the average Joe Sixpack or, you know, Jane Doe for believing in this because when your whole family, your teachers, your worker, you know, people you work with, people you go to church, the right. government, we're taught from a young age. I mean, we were anyway. I, I can't speak for today's generation, but at a young age, we were taught that the reason that 
the politicians are there is because they're the cream of the crop. Now, I think the last four or five elections have proven that that's absolute bullshit. But I mean, growing up, we were taught that these are your betters. You know, they spend their whole life studying, you know, geopolitics and everything else. And they know what's happening. Um, but for that me, they're the experts. 9-11 and that were the yeah, those were the first two aha moments where I kind of went. Okay, I see why, yeah, you know, people can have dissenting opinions. And I mean, even up until, even when Obama was in office, I remember people still bringing up the whole, you voted against the Iraq war the first time, you know? It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, and they were proven right at the end of the day. I mean, what did we gain aside from fucking trillions of dollars of debt, lots of dead people, and fucking uranium spread all over the Middle East? But you know what? War spurns economy. War spurs... Uh, it, 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 it throws it. We wouldn't have innovation. Nearly, yeah. Innovation. We wouldn't nearly have the technology that we have now if it wasn't for world. Well, think about it. None of us would be sitting here You're with right. computers if it wasn't for World War Two. Maybe. Well, World War Two at the beginning of World War Two, you had uh, so specifically and, you know, everybody loves to get. Um, OK, sorry. Not everyone. There's certain <laughs> certain people who get hard-ons over the Germans and the Blitzkrieg and everything else. Right. The thing that they forget is that 80 percent of the German military was horse-drawn. You know, all of their munitions, all of their food, everything else was done by horses. The thing is, it was those panzers at the front that they love to get excited about. Mm-hmm. But you're right, Scotty. I mean, at the beginning of World War II, Calvaries were still a thing, like millions of men in Calvaries in Russia, in uh, Poland, and biplanes were by and far, I think it was something at the time, 75, 80% of the world's air force were biplanes. By the end of the war, a short six years later, we have got submarines that can stay underwater for days. We have jet fighters, jet bombers, ICBMs, and nuclear weapons in six years. And computers, like you say, it it is staggering how quickly humanity responds in times of war. Well, look at a decade before that. You had World War I, where you had literal knights out there on horseback, big helmets, plumes shooting off the top of their heads, getting shot and mowed down by machine guns. They didn't even have a gun on them. They were going in for cavalry shit. Boys, let's take a quick break. I got to Oh, them, them machine guns, those are newfangled. <laughs> they'll never they'll take They'll go away. Don't worry. They'll, they'll run out of bullets. They'll never take They'll off. run out of bullets. All right. Well, let's take a break. Dave's got to go pee. I got one more really weird UFO story to share with you it's guys. It's that Las Vegas one, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That one's bonkers. Uh-huh. And I've got a couple for you, Dave. Yes. Okay. I'm excited. We're going to take a break. See you after this. Back after this. Bitches. Dave's pissing on the old 70s. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Hey, we're cooling it down. Cooling it down. On the old Chevrolet Chevrolet. Welcome back, y'all. Oh, 
Oh my goodness, having Dang. fun tonight with our old buddy JT from the Paranormal Sun. Hitting um, hard. You know. Hell yeah. We get weird. That's what we do. That's like our thing that we do. And Dave's it, got another weird story you for know, us. If you don't like it, you, you can listen to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, going to get weird. But but yeah. thanks for listening to us. Thank you for listening <laughs> to us. Damn. Yeah, so. Um, thanks for putting up with me, people. Absolutely. And me as well. I know. I know. I'm. Uh, I don't no, know. I mean the listeners. Much for yeah. Some <laughs> <folks>. <laughs> um, yeah. So, as if the whole whistleblower thing, which came out last week, was not enough. Now we've got lots of uh, outlets reporting on this incident that happened. Um, this one I saw. It happened in late April, apparently. So I haven't seen this. Okay, so this is in Las Vegas. I've got three different links up. One is from this New- came out y- uh, yesterday, correct? Correct. It broke, but yesterday. it but it happened in late April, apparently. Okay. So yeah, I've got the hymen broke yesterday. <laughs> I've got links up here from the New York Post, which is like, eh, you know. I've got a link from the Daily Mail. Link's which awakening, is, or I've got a link from the Daily <laughs> Mail, which is like, eh. But then I've got a link about it in USA Today, which tells me that's you know more you know publications are starting the mainstream, to, starting to take yeah. this this story steri- seriously. So here's what I've got for okay. you guys. This is truly, but this is truly in the fucking mainstream. Weird. Las Vegas police spot suspected UFOs, and resi- residents claim to see aliens. So here's here's what we've got. Body cam footage from the L.A. Metropolitan Police Department captured a suspected UFO soaring across the night sky before a nearby resident called in a report of something, quote, 100% not human on their property. A Vegas officer's camera picked up the object at about 11.50 p.m. on April 30, and uh, its flash was seen as far north uh, or as far as Utah and California. So then approximately 39 minutes later, another man... (laughs) Uh, made a chilling call to 911, saying that there were two unknown entities in his backyard after he and his family saw a similar object fall from the sky. Tell me there's video of that. Unfortunately not. Uh. There's there's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one is inside, and it has big eyes, and it's looking at us, and it's still there, the homeowner told yeah. police dispatch, Fuck that. according to audio obtained by the TV I'm channel. Scared. In my backyard, I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually, pause, we're terrified. They're very large. They're like eight foot, nine foot, ten foot. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and they're not human. They're one hundred percent not human. All right. Time out. Time out. Is it? Is it Lizzo? If if (laughs) (laughs) fuck you, she's healthy and completely beautiful and all that. She'll tell you and your children how to. She's eight feet wide, dude. Not eight feet tall. Oh, maybe she (laughs) fell over. I don't know. I love Lizzo, but still. Oh dear. If you were in that situation, would you want to go out? I'm I'm just I'm saying because me and Dave are more the the throw our dog out the fucking thing and make sure it dies. Yeah, that'd be me. Right, me too. Uh, if uh, that shit would happen, would you go out and fucking go after one of those just to say you fought a fucking no, yeah. alien? No. So this story gets no. weirder. No. Okay, no. this no. this no. gets no. weirder. No. Let me finish here now. Okay, so uh, so Fuck one me. officer. I'm so nervous right now. Said one officer. I have butterflies, bro. Saw a shooting star, and now these people say there's aliens in their backyard. Now the officer said shooting star, but let me give you some more. Uh, after police spoke with the man, one officer even corroborated some of the witness's story. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too. <laughs> after- <laughs> JT, bro! <laughs> Dude. I heard that fall all the way from here, bro. That was loud. 
Okay. Sorry, man. No, it's okay, worries, buddy. It's worry. okay. We're, we're just it's, having Keep fun. reading, Dave. Keep A- reading. After first responders searched the area and interviewed other witnesses, no information had been attained. I don't believe what I don't believe in it, but what I saw right now, I do believe in it, a witness said to police. Law enforcement kept investigating. Now, see, there's there, uh, one of these other stories has some more quotes from the from the officer. And and so large, shiny eyes. Do they have the body cam footage? They have body cam footage of them interviewing the people. Uh, well, actually, no, oh, th- wow. this one, this one, you can actually see it falling so they out got of the it, sky. They got it circled there. You can see it falling out of the sky on. Uh, on so what are they saying? They're alleging that something crashed, crashed or at least fell out of the sky, it landed. Landed? Possibly landed. Um, here, I'll, I got. I think. Fuck. One of these so, things had a video. I'll, I'll find it. All right. So this happened in April. April twenty eighth, I believe. Is, is let me know when you got it, Dave. I will. I will. No, look. I, I'm that? glad it was the end of April. And and the reason I say is I'm just so used to papers and publications going, "Oh, April Fools!" Oh, or, or it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Everybody yeah. was oh, fucking yeah, drunk. Yeah. You know, it's that's like true. that's why I'm glad it was at the end of April. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never even thought of that. Good call. Damn. Oh. There was uh, NPR too, too, too many too many times covering these cases, Scotty. But you know what? It reminds uh, me uh, of Phoenix story. Lights. Phoenix yep. Lights people blame it on um, St. Patrick's Day. You know, yeah, because you know, hey, you know, drinking this Canadian club, I've had at least like twelve tall tall whites wander in and out. You know, because I always hallucinate when I'm drinking. You know, it <laughs> Absolutely, happens every fucking time. And if you don't, you're out not of doing the thousands right. of times in my life, you know. Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. So that I reminds need to drink me more than shit. There was yeah. one other. There was one other really big story, UFO story that broke recently, which was the one that happened on the military base in California that had like fifty plus witnesses. Yes. All these guys are all trained observers in the military. Um, and uh, it, JT, I don't know if you've seen the video from that, but it totally the video totally reminded me of the Phoenix Lights. Do you have it over there? Um, not yet, but okay. I but I will. <laughs> Uh, sorry. The internet's slow. Know, <laughs> well, you know, we're kind of kind of splitting it in half. Yes, here. we are. You yes, know? we are. We're trying. Um, but so. no, it, it totally reminded me of the Phoenix Lights. But they also have a still shot from that same in- incident where you can clearly see the outline of a triangle shaped craft. Up, man. Yeah. So. Uh, so what have uh, we uh, seen okay, so far? So we've seen triangle shape, spheres. Yeah. Uh, we've seen the cigar great big shape, oblong cigar cigars. Tic tac. Those are the most common the saucers, the of course. Saucers, yeah. Classic. Yeah, those are probably the most common ones. But the um, but, uh, the the oh, um, there's the another diamond one. shaped or yeah. Well, then that now there's the ones that pop apart and they come in, you know, yeah. six or seven different pieces. One of the most commonly reported ones from uh, Navy and Air Force pilots are these things that are. Uh, I mean, it's it's spheres with cubes inside them. That as weird as that sounds, they keep getting reports of these spheres these fucking spheres with a cube inside them. Or may I might be getting it backwards. Maybe maybe it's a cube with a sphere inside it. No, I think I got it right the first time. Anyway, yeah, it sounds crazy, but this uh, is what these guys are continuing to hmm. say that they're seeing in the skies. How do you? How? But you know, at the okay. same time, think about it. How do you explain some shit like that? Well, it's it's so not easy. There, there, there are two things that I think of immediately. When we're talking about Vegas, everybody gets a hard on over Skinwalker Ranch. And right. look, I'm I'm not saying there's not a good reason behind that, but there's also a much lesser known ranch in that area. Um, there's a lot of controversy around it. There's a place called Stardust Ranch, 
And this guy claimed that for like over 20, 30 years, he fought off entities of some sort, everything from his uh, AR-15 to with a samurai sword on and on and on. He claims (laughs) he killed dozens of these creatures and they basically turned into goo when he killed them. Um, Now, there's a lot of controversy around that. And the reason I say there's controversy is he put out the story, he put the ranch up for sale and he got like 10 times his asking price for the ranch. So there are a lot of people out there saying, hey, did this guy just make this all up? But also you go back through time and there are people who have come out to corroborate his story saying that this dude told me about this 20 years ago. Um, There's an excellent uh, synopsis of it. If you go on YouTube and watch it, uh, there's an excellent channel out there called Bedtime Stories, and they do an episode on the Stardust Ranch, and that will catch you up to speed very quickly uh, about this. So you've got that in Vegas. Then in Southern California, uh, you have a guy who claims he encountered these creatures on a... Sorry, boys. Um, bit of hiccups. Um, <laughs> he he claims that he encountered these creatures on a military base that this is where the term the tall whites came from. And he claimed that these creatures were kind of seven, eight feet tall. They were he didn't even Tell say me. they were extraterrestrial. He 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 just said they were entities from elsewhere. And this is back in the 60s. His name. I want to say his name was. Charles Hapgood, um, Hmm. and he said that he was basically – so this guy was a meteorologist in the Air Force at the time, and he claims that it was kind of very much wink, wink, nudge, nudge. People in the Air Force knew it, and he was out there stationed alone, and these creatures would come up and you know talk to him. He talked to adults and children and everything else of these entities. Now – Say no more. Say as no I more. said to you before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, he wasn't. He wasn't doing the Michael Jackson. Okay. <laughs> uh, these, 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 um, these adolescent entities, Scotty, were like six footers. All right. So I doubt he would have his way with them, even if he wanted to. But well, um, so the, me the thing to me is like, tell me there's a chance. <laughs> there, there, there probably is a way if you're invited and it's go. all consensual. But the reality becomes to me, um, I've I've said, I've touched on it before, and I've said, I think that UFOs, and what I I mean by UFOs, I don't mean Venus. I mean the unexplained or hard to explain, hard to debunk UFOs, I believe they fall in kind of like eight to nine categories in JT's mind. Now, I believe, really, what we're dealing with as far as most of these entities that are actually here interacting with humanity on some scale, I firmly believe that we're talking about interdimensional beings because I'm not saying it's impossible to travel from Alpha Centauri here. Yeah, but that's a good point. You, ta- you, you see these things appear and disappear. You see things basically instantly appear. Now, there are other ways, of course, like if you had a base on the dark side of the moon, it's an excellent place because – we can't observe them, mm-hmm. uh, but I really do fall in the, the camp that probably 70 to 80% of what people say they're interacting with are extra dimensional entities. And uh, I mean, this explains a lot of these things where, you know, similar to Bigfoot, there, there's a camp out there that believes that Bigfoot is an interdimensional being. And if you go back to the Native American tales, they talk about these things are 
they have one foot in our world and one foot in the spirit realm, meaning that they kind of can disappear and appear at will. Yeah. Now, if you think about it, and I know most of the people listening to this right now are going, oh, absolute bullshit. But you, you just think about things like, oh, why have you never found a skeleton? Well, there you go. Um, if these entities are hmm. from another uh, dimension, hmm. why would they leave behind proof if they could avoid doing so? Um, uh, and again, I mean, these are just theories. This is, and these are not theories I've thought up. Obviously, it's just from years of listening to people that are much better suited to speak on it than me. You know, people like Valet and and so many of these other, you know, George Knapp, Gary Nolan. Expert is a, a strong term. How can you be an expert? Yeah, at least I can say that people who have done their very serious due diligence. Yeah, I'm not saying that there couldn't or aren't creatures from other star systems appearing here, but I just say to me, on the balance of probability, um, I really much fall in the camp much more of either interdimensional. Yeah. or even something that's been on this planet longer than humanity. And, you know, obviously if they're from here or they're from close, close by in the solar system and they've been around for millions of years, they would know where to hide better than we would like in the yeah. bottoms of the ocean or deep cave systems, et cetera, et cetera, or even better, like I say, interdimensional and American Indians and other uh, groups from around the world say that these creatures aren't walking amongst us, i.e. like, you know, gorillas, but uh, they come from somewhere else. Uh, it may be this planet, but in another dimension. And again, that's just my thoughts on it. It doesn't mean I'm right, of course. All right. So speaking on that, I've got I've got some video for you guys about the one that, that uh, was over the military base. Can you see this, JT? Yeah, you yeah. can see it. Hit it. Of a craft. And in fact, they sent low-light photos, which shows an outline. So I started to listen, and my mentor in journalism, George Knapp, and I, we dug into it. And over that time, we've been able to collect just dozens of videos. So there was 50-plus witnesses to this testimony. one. And really, this is an it's on a military case. base. We're trying to figure out what it is that people mm -hmm. saw at 29 Palms military base. So we're looking at these videos and photographs. The video doesn't do it justice. I have seen, you can kind of see it, but in other versions of this photo that I have seen, it's very clear that you can see a triangle-shaped craft there. And it very much, like I said, JT the reminds... photoshopped ones? Yeah, exactly. You know, is it photoshopped, though? I mean, you can run filters <laughs> over things. And, he's, yeah. just, he's just trying to fucking <laughs> well, that's, me. That's, that's all. He's that's just trying to, trying to make sure I'm, I'm uh, you know... 100%. You need those shit guys. over here. You need those guys, though. <clears throat> no, but you know they can enhance photos and they can Absolutely. see they can see outlines of things and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is another uh, example of like where you really have to give credence to who the witnesses were. You know, they were guys that are used to flying jets well, let me ask and you shooting this. flares and if, doing all kinds of things and if seeing that drones. had been like MIG Russian aircraft flying overhead. And they were starting some shit. And our boys in blue said, hey, these guys were Russian fucking aircraft. And everyone was like, oh, fuck the commies. Would you be cool then? Like, would you trust them then? Sure. I trust you, my government. You, you'd well, no, but you'd, wanna, <laughs> you'd want the government to at least, even if, if that was the case, these guys just come out and they're saying this. They're leaking it. 
because the government's not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. see, and that's that's the point that I was going to make earlier is that some of this, you know, there has been some stuff like the original videos in 2017 that the government has signed off on, but most of these leaks and things are people that did work for the government yes. and got fucking frustrated when they tried to go through the proper channels and get it out to the public the right way. So they're doing they're either d- using their only other option, which is to fucking leave the government and try to get it out there that way. And there's example after example after example like this of guys that have tried to go through the proper channels. And, they, and you know, they have made progress in that area. They, you know, at least now they have a, a, a UFO uh, anomaly investigation office, you know, officially they have that. Um, but still, you know, it's, it's – <laughs> what the fuck is JT I don't doing know what's going there, on, man. man. I don't he, maybe he had to uh, – He had to pee, I'm sure. Violent sneeze. Absolutely. <laughs> violent sneeze. Either that or uh, he's thought of something and he's off to get literature. Absolutely. So my only thing with it is – like I'm not saying I don't believe, mm-hmm. but I do believe in aliens. Yeah, for sure. I really yeah. like that interdimensional idea. That as well. That's one of my favorite theories. Like, yeah. but like I, I do, I do believe though. It's it's kind of like a slow leak in a dam, is mm-hmm. what this is right now. You mean the it's disclosure just, that we're getting? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's you know the government yeah. is trying to hold everything back because I, I do believe that we can't handle. If they were just like, you know what? I disagree. Fuck it. That's why I think the government yeah, no, stepped in in the '80s and like started making movies with Hollywood. For sure. And see, that's that slow leak, mm. you know? Because if they just came out and they just laid all their face cards up and they're just like, "Here's here's our hand. What do you think?" You'd be like, "Holy fucking shit!" Well, here's why they don't do that, biscuit, because. The U.S. government, just like every other government of the world, wants to keep their cards as close to their most definitely as they can, and so it's not in our government's best interest, as far as national security goes, for us to come out and just say everything we know. But like, which is why every other government of the world also isn't doing the same because that would affect their national interest, and that's why I think I I think that's a big reason why. Like, there's a part of me that thinks that that's not really the reason because it's. It's kind of like a you do it first, like no you do it first. Yeah. No 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 you do it first. And to be clear, there and there it's are kind of that way. There yeah. are governments that have been more transparent about it. JT, you know this. Like uh, Mexico's government has been a lot more transparent Mexico, than the though. United States. <laughs> but see, that's Brazil, the problem. Brazil. That's the problem. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's just Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. But see, but like that's all I think it is. Like all these people coming out, it's just a slow leak in the dam to where eventually it's finally going to let loose and just buy. You know what? I feel like we're getting close to it sure. reaching a critical mass. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? To where it, the ma- the the mass. I disagree. You don't. You don't think no. that's going to happen? They're flat out too? revealing it right now, and yeah. we're not even talking about it on mainstream. Well, news. and I sent you guys that same exact text. Uh, what yesterday? I was like, I never cease to be amazed. At the fact that mm-hmm. stories like this are coming out and 99% but of I think people are paying no attention to, to so it. so saturated now. Yeah. Everything is like you're getting just flooded. Like, I mean, this is what you hear is just so much UFO, 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 where you're just like, fuck, I'm tired of hearing about it. I don't give a fuck. And there I think they, go, they got you. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. I think the mainstream media companies are afraid to Score. put this shit. <laughs> I think the mainstream media companies are afraid to put this shit on the front page and as the lead story they're afraid because you know why they're afraid i think because the government for so long has actively said if you say ufo you're a fucking nut job yeah you know but now but that's the thing though that that's that's the that's what to be yeah but ufo still has that weirdo is but in mainstream america the 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 term ufo still has this negative connotation so much so that our government changed it to uap 
Yeah. You know, just so people would take it a little more right. seriously. But I think if any time, now is the that time that them. stuff would come out. Because because of, like, look at, like... Because you can't suppress it how anymore. how fucking weird of a world. Look at how weird of a time we're living in. Well, that goes well, back this to... This is the, perfect timing. Right. Yeah. That goes back to the whole, we're more connected now than we ever have been. Yeah. 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 But with that same sentiment, like, I want to see those guys and that's what everybody's waiting for they want to yeah. see proof that there's yeah. ufos they want to see the craft land get out great big yeah. tall dudes like what's yeah. up yo homie let's go burn one with your prayers you know that's yeah. what they want to see and cool. as awesome as this technology is that we all hold in our hands try to film an airplane in the sky tomorrow next time you see one and and see how good yeah. it comes out or the it's moon. not going to come out yeah. very well we're still not to the point where it's easy for the average citizen to find oh, no, you know sure. you know true you know undebatable evidence. well that's because yeah. the average citizen only searches through google who then you know in turn only searches through select sites yeah that's yeah, why they filter. call it the dark web because google doesn't know about it yeah yeah but no i mean i bing doesn't have a fucking clue yeah yeah, yeah. but no i i wholeheartedly like believe it like there are aliens. How, I mean, how can there not be? It's so totally. fucking huge. Yeah. You know? Totally. I just hope there's one just like me out there. We can fucking, when he lands, we can be homies. And here's the we thing, man, is that yeah. it's basically like a mathematical certainty that there is an alien out there like you. Because the fucking Fuck universe yeah, man. never ends, bro. Keep it up, buddy. Yeah, but what if he's the worst of you? <laughs> well, oh, that version dick. of him exists, and every other you possible know? version of Biscuit exists somewhere in oh, the I universe. I hope I meet that one. Yeah. <laughs> you had a kid, man. Uh, it's the worst and the best. I'm just saying. Which yeah. one? Card flip. Who yeah. fucking knows? Yeah, pick a day and I'll give right? you a different answer, right? Yeah. yeah. My kids were good today, so today it was good to be a dad. And you poor yeah. bastard. You got two of them, so you got two that could be the worst of you and two that could be the best of you. Yeah. Good. Today they were the good, the, the, the gooder sides. The gooder. <laughs> the gooders. Yes, they were the good. They were the gooder Love sides the gooders. today. But yeah. no, yeah, I just think they're just going to flood the market more and more and more just to oversaturate it and That's... just be completely yeah. to where you actually might see a real fucking alien walk down the yeah. street and just like, oh, okay. And in that, New York City, that would be fine. And you wouldn't the, even know it. Honestly, they probably landed in New York and was like, fuck this. You guys are weird. See, that's the right? thing that I didn't see coming and that, so, I, that I think most people didn't see coming before the internet was that, yes, we have access to all the information in the world, but at the same time, there is, it has never been harder to figure, to discern truth from yes. untruth than oh it is God, today. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I think that's the thing that a lot of people, myself included, didn't see coming about the information age and the Internet. Is well, you know, especially like with today's technology, well, I heard Frank Sinatra sing from the windows to the walls to the sweat drops down my balls. All that skeet, yeah. skeet, yeah. skeet, 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 baby. Absolutely, you know? yeah. That would have never happened. I heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, JT. I know you're well, interested to say there something. There was that thing a while. Oh, there was that thing a while back ago that I shared on one of the previous episodes, Dave. Um, and now most everyone knows about it because, well, everyone outside of the U.S., let's say, um, FIFA, the FIFA <laughs> oh, World yes. Cup, when they had the opening ceremony, they had these drones with the technology that they flew in the shape of the globe. And they were all controlled. I mean, there was that thing I was telling you about, Dave. I saw it a few years ago. It was on that series that Alessandro did. Yeah. And they had this guy basically take these drones up, fly them in formation and all that. Yeah. And he basically said it was set and forget. So, mm -hmm. you know, whereas let's say 10 years ago, you might have said, 
well, who could control, you know, you'd need a hundred guys all flying those drones, you know, in synchronous orbit, et cetera. Now it's all a computer program and they can fly them. And I'm not saying that's what this is over the base in California, but exactly what you're saying, it's become so difficult, even for the people who have been doing this for 30, 40 years, even for the people who live in this field, we're talking about, you know, like the drone field to say, hey, is it a drone? Is it not? They can say, well, I, I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. And again, Biscuit, that's an excellent point is, you know, now we're getting to a point to where things are so difficult to tell. Mm-hmm. Is it true? Is it false? Um, maybe that's part of the tipping point to where they're like, well, now with this shit out there, we don't care what you disclose because we'll just, we'll just uh, basically say, well, you've seen this FIFA World Cup thing, or you've seen the holograms, you've seen uh, fucking Tupac on stage at Coachella and what else? How do you know it's not a fake? And if they can at least hold some plausible deniability, there are still, you know, I would still argue more than half of the people in the world, if the government, if their government comes out and tells them that this is a hoax, they're going to believe that this is a hoax, Mm. Um, whatever the country may be. I just think that still you've got so many people that, tend to think, oh, well, this can't be real. This be happening. Look at the X-Files. Do you guys remember the X-Files when you have Mulder's UFO and it said, I want to believe? Of course, man. You mean his poster. His poster. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. I'm yeah. sorry. Up on the UFO, like, X-Files cabinet, it yep. was the I want to believe. Yeah. That's been the sentiment for my entire generation. You yeah. Know? We I, want to believe. Yeah. I'm beyond the want point at, at this point, man. Like, I... I definitely so believe. I think even if it was oh, yeah. revealed that this was all a hoax, the need is still there. We want to believe, regardless of whatever. We're going to believe whatever. I think especially for people that are not religious, UFOs and aliens is like the closest thing to God that exists. See, I, I Because these are beings that you know most likely yeah. are so far ahead of us with their knowledge. Only technology. That's it. Maybe, maybe you not. Know. Maybe they're also very far ahead of us Arthur, on a Arthur C. Clarke's famous quote. Go ahead, JT. What was the quote? No, no, Scotty. It's his famous quote. No, exactly what Scotty was saying, which is that Arthur C. Clarke had a famous quote that said, any technology who is so far advanced that, you know, the the differentiation between magic and technology is impossible because, yeah, you know, it's it's just like the, the famous thing was if you go to like north senegal island or wherever it is you've got these people living in the stone age and you turn up with an iphone or you show them a hologram they're going to believe that it's magic and yeah uh, so clark said this in the 70s or 80s so yeah fully agree man yeah you save them with a vaccine that is magic yeah 100 percent. anything that we can't wrap our brains around that we can't understand on a technical level it's magic to us. Until somebody actually does, writes yeah. it down, and then teaches us. And that's the crazy thing about this universe, man, is I truly believe that anything that you can think up in your brain is possible in this universe. Well, you know, I've said before, man, on this show that, like, if if aliens that were just like us, born on a different planet that had different levels of heaviness in their metals— you know, we have a, a moderate level of, of, you know, metals in our in our everyday life. But if they had heavier elements, you know, they could have done the exact same thing that we did, came up the exact same way that we did. But they had more access and more more technology because of their yeah. materials. Yeah, it's a wild thing to think about, man. Right. It's a very wild thing to think about.
Anybody have any closing thoughts? JT. Fuck Arkansas. Fuck Arkansas. Fuck but Arkansas. JT, what do you think happens to us when we die? Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, what happens when we die, JT? Give us the lowdown, bro. What uh, do you think? It, 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 it's a good question, man. And, and I've spent a lot of my life and a fair amount of the journey of the paranormal sun looking at this. I firmly believe in what Einstein said that energy is not, you know, you cannot destroy energy. It just transfers to another uh, form. So I think at the very, very least, if we're hedging like, you know, the, the, the floor and the ceiling at the very, very least, we will endure in some way, shape or form. Um, I do. I'm, I'm not saying I'm 100% sold, but the whole reincarnation thing, man, all, I will tell you the amount of times these stories that I've covered over reincarnation, I've done about five episodes on it. Yeah. It, it can only be one of a few things. It's that the children involved, especially either they're psychic, um, number one, number two, that it's true reincarnation or number three, they're tapping into some kind of kind of uh, universal knowledge that we don't know about. It's like, I just, I, I don't. I know maybe it's it's just my monkey brain wanting there to be more, but I just really do feel that we do endure after. Um, do I believe that we go to a place with a heavenly choir and you know we get to meet every one of our relatives? I would like to think that, but That'd be nice. I much more tend to believe in the Not continual recycling. <laughs> yeah, I uh, and and I it. it Don't have to meet yeah, every. It just relative. opens that sticky door, I guess. You know, the question is, well. Yeah, and I guess I guess it opens that door of well, if you reincarnate, what stops a horseshoe crab from reincarnating or a millipede or right. you know? But I I definitely let's just say as you were saying, I want to believe that uh, there's much more to this universe than just we are a, uh, a a meat robot with a with a brain, and that afterwards we're just gonna the power shuts off and we die. But yeah. I I've had two NDEs as I say. I feel that there's something beyond this. I, of course, like everyone else, I don't know for sure what it is. I don't know if it's good or bad. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm i firmly in the camp that I don't believe that just, you know, turn out the lights, the party's over, and that's all she wrote. Um, yeah. This incarnation, me, JT, yeah, I don't think that um, I'll be, you know, I could be in rein reincarnated. Like I say, I could be reincarnated as the ants that uh, Scotty's grandchildren are burning with the fucking <laughs> – right. uh, with the with the, with the uh, eyepiece one yeah. day, uh, but but yeah, I just uh, I just yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, I just think that in some way, shape, or form, we do endure, and it, it, even if it's at the very causal root that you know the energy that exists in our being survives, I definitely believe there's more to this universe than you know gather as much money as you can, right. um, be a burden on your kids, and then fucking die at eighty or ninety, and yeah. Exactly, and be a terrible person and repent for it on your deathbed. There you have it, folks. The answer's according to JT. <laughs> Write it down. You know, hit the pause button, do a screen grab. That's cool, man. Whatever you got to do. I'm with you, brother, though. JT. I, I think something happens. I do, too. I think, uh, yeah. No, I definitely do. You know. What do you think, Biscuit? Just go real quick, yes or no. You think we live after we die? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Then we're all in agreement. Oh, my God. That's rare, right? Maybe. Did God. you guys just have sex? We don't have to, like, punch each other about this. This is great. <laughs> JT, brother, thank you for coming and hanging with us tonight, man. I'm glad we got to do this. Don't forget, we are going to play 
with Dave later That's on right. After Hours. I mean play, not like play. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And JT's got something for us. Oh, sweet. I can't so wait. I can't wait. wait. I, are we going to have some of that fucking pickle soda or whatever the shit yes, it is? Yes, and we're going to drink yeah, pickle man. soda and bacon-flavored sodas that Biscuit brought back after they cooked in the Alabama sun in the back of his truck all day. Seems legit to me. Can't wait to wrap my lips around that. Folks, thank you for Alabama. This was episode 159? No, sir. This was 160. Dear goodness, here we are, boys. Ugh, okay. This guy. Thanks for listening, folks. 160. Yeah, yeah. We'll see y'all next week. Sex. I ain't sex. Und yes on Old 77. See y'all next time. Hang out with us on After Hours. Go to patreon.com slash the Old 77 podcast. You can see more, trust me. I don't know if you're going to want to, but you can see it. Head on over. Much, much more. See you guys.